Welcome to a special edition of the Inside Perry podcast, where you get an inside look at Perry, Georgia's local government. I'm Tabitha Clark, communications manager for the city of Perry. The second Perry International Festival is coming up this weekend on September the 24th. In this episode, City of Perry Special Events Coordinator Anya Turpin gives you tips on how to get the most out of this free festival in less than five minutes. Anya, the International Festival is coming up this weekend, and it's our second annual International Festival, and we're really excited about it. We want to give people an inside look at what they can expect and what they should do to prepare to have a great time. The Perry International Festival is hosted in historic downtown Perry. Um, It mirrors a very similar footprint to our Food Truck Friday event. So if you're familiar with that event, it's basically going to be, you know, in the same area. Mm -hmm. So from noon to 8 p.m., there's going to be over 25 different countries and cultures represented through art, dance, music. And it's just going to be an opportunity for us to celebrate the cultural diversity that we have here in middle Georgia and also explore and connect with other cultures that maybe we aren't familiar with. What was the inspiration for this event? Personally, I was raised in Hawaii, so I grew up in a very melting pot environment of cultures, Mm -hmm. but also, you know, throughout my, my young adult career, I traveled around and went to a number of international festivals across the country and was always really inspired by them. So after we had hosted our Oktoberfest event here several years, really felt led to kind of expand on that concept and not only showcase German culture, but let's invite other cultures and make this a multinational festival that everyone can feel represented through and explore different countries and cultures through. Let's talk about some of the countries that are going to be represented. So just give us a little preview of what we can expect. Sure. So we've we've tried to find representation from every continent, obviously, except for Antarctica. I was not able to secure any penguins to dance <laughs> no on penguins. stage. <laughs> um, but we have tried very hard to get at least representation from every continent. So we've got performers from, you know, representing South America, North America, Asia, Polynesia, Oceania, mm-hmm. Europe, uh, Africa. So we, we've really tried to make sure that there's a lot of diversity in the representation. We are always looking for new opportunities to expand on that. So if somebody comes to this festival and doesn't see their personal country or culture represented, we would love to connect with them. We really want to expand over the next several years and include more. Let's talk about the entertainment versus educational value of this festival. Like you said, we want this to be an educational experience for people of all ages. What I've learned through working with a lot of these performers is that they take a lot of pride in preserving tradition for their culture. A lot of performers have said how hard it is to find youth or new performers who are interested in engaging in their cultural roots or their heritage. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's really exciting for me to see, especially the students who get on. Um, We have several groups that are primarily made up of students, our Irish dancers, Mm -hmm. um, the Heritage School of Performing Arts, which will be representing India. But for the average attendee. We want people to come. We want them to be entertained. Obviously seeing, you know, a a fire dance is exciting or (laughs) a Chinese lion dance is very unique, Mm -hmm. but we also want people to understand the tradition of it, the reasoning behind some of these practices or some of the outfits that performers are wearing during their performances. 
Yeah. So, I mean, to get the full festival experience, I really would encourage people to find a way to spend the whole day at the festival. Every hour at this festival is going to feel completely new because somebody new will be performing on stage, representing a different country or culture. Bring a bag chair, bring a a blanket, get comfortable, plan to stay with us from noon to 8 p.m. If you live here in Houston County, um, you know, that should be relatively easy. If you're coming from out of Houston County, our brochure has a lot of information about where you can stay locally and kind of extend your festival experience that way. Obviously, with a whole day, you want to plan before you go. Yes. So <laughs> it's a very immersive experience. So where can people find information to plan out their day? Sure. We've tried to reach people on multiple fronts. Um, so we do have our festival program that is in print and available at various locations throughout Houston County right now. We also have that festival guide in a digital format online on our website. The Perry International Festival event that we have on our Facebook social media. But as far as a planning aspect is concerned, I really do encourage people to sit down with that festival program, whether it is in print or digital format, and look at both stages and kind of plan out, you know, who is it that you really want to see perform? And then if there are any gaps, then okay, well, maybe this would be a good time to grab lunch. This would be a great time to go and explore the shops. This would be a great time to go vote for my favorite cars and really kind of plan out your day so that you don't miss anything you really wanted to see. You can learn more about the Perry International Festival on the city's website at perry-ga.gov slash special events. The official Perry International Festival guide is linked in the show notes. If you like Inside Perry, we encourage you to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. We look forward to seeing you around in our amazing community where Georgia comes together.